what is going on anyway? When you are your own boss and you're playing hooky from yourself, that's what's happening for me right now. I have taken myself to the ocean. I don't know how well this is recording, but there are some wave sounds in the background. And I just ran away from this whole process because I was fighting with my perfectionism. And so here I am, run away, playing hooky, and it is the new moon. And this new moon is asking us to address... I don't know what it's asking us to address. See, there we go again. I seem to be in this place of completely fighting with myself. I don't want to be the expert of anything. I don't know what this new moon is doing. It's fucking with me. (laughs) And I've run away from it. But I still really want to be a good girl and get the podcast out. I cannot run away from this part of it. So I'm doing this rogue podcast this time. I am doing it from the field. (laughs) I'm out here. I just moved a little bit closer inland away from the... I can still see the ocean, but I'm away from the sound of the waves. And I am underneath a balsam tree, next to a birch, adjacent to an oak. So they are my company for the moment. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about this time was how the present moment is always here for us. And I have a whole segment that I wanted to add this time and I was having a hard time with it and so I'm going to give myself more space and more time and do it next time. So I'm going to bring that in later. This time I would like to happily introduce you to my friend Stephanie, my dear friend Stephanie. She gave permission to share her response from last episode. So I bring you Stephanie responding to the full blue supermoon. Okay, so um, I was listening to the blue moon podcast and um, I fell asleep, but I woke up with this thought. Um, So I wanted to share it with you. Um, So we're following our dreams, we're having our dreams, Um, we're living our dreams. And then life shows us other dreams. And so we follow those dreams, but that interrupts the other dream. And then there's this sense of this like road, these like divergent roads, right? It's like a, a the, what is that um, archetype of the, the cross and the road? It's Hecate. Hecate is the one that rules the crossroads. She 
is there at the crossroads. She insists on your attention and on your decision-making. She likes offerings. The crossroads in this case are represented by three points or three roads coming together. One of those roads is the underworld or the inner world. Sometimes she's seen as a three-headed goddess. You can imagine the way it feels to be in the crossroads and you almost split yourself in three and you're looking in all possible directions. You're back to the center. The crossroads keep coming up because the crossroads for me are also to do with boundaries because crossroads aren't just literal crossroads. They're also edges of things. So when the forest becomes the field, when the trail becomes the parking lot, when the inside becomes the outside, all of these places of transition and edges need attention and attending to. Who am I when I'm inside my house versus outside my house? In the grocery store versus outside of the grocery store. That's just funny to me because sometimes I go into the grocery store and I just like suddenly get confused. I forgot where I was. I'll have a list, but then I'll be suddenly thinking I really need Honey Nut Cheerios, but I didn't go in there thinking that. Grocery stores are hard for me. (laughs) So Hecate, and um, I was just popping in here for a second to answer that question of who is the archetype of the crossroads. Back to Stephanie then our minds are always going back saying, oh, I really wish I had had the confidence to follow my dreams. Why, why didn't I have the confidence back then? I should have, I could have, I would have. This, these are the things that keep going through my head. Like, you should, would, could, if I had, if I would have. Um, but what I woke up thinking was, what if instead of correcting trying to go back and correct that cross in the path trying to change the choices I made which were my choices what if I had the confidence to believe in who I am right now right in this very moment um, to hold all that I am so um, yeah What if I had the confidence just to believe in who I am right now? I love you so much. And I can't wait to go back and listen to the rest. Bye. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for sharing that. I think that is what is coming up right now. Do we have the confidence? Do we have the ability to get wide enough, big enough to hold the space of what is right now and be confident in the decisions that we make around this present moment. And so with that, I ask the oracle, what would you have us know this time? What's going on? What can we know about this two-week cycle that will help us understand this moment now? The hexagram that we got this time was 47 moving to 7. 47 is exhaustion, oppression. 
and it moves to seven again. We keep getting seven over and over again, which is the army, collective forces. So this time, what I know is there is something that is exhausted. Like in me, it's my perfectionism. It's exhausted. It doesn't want to keep pushing and striving for the same things in the same way. I don't know what the fruit of that is. I don't know what the good result of perfect responsibility and production is. So I'm looking at it and wondering how that can be composted in me, making room for something new to sprout. So maybe there's something out there that there's some way that you're feeling this exhaustion, this oppression, this need for something new. What is the new way of doing things that might bring ease? Or maybe there's new, new ways of thinking about things that bring about some sort of change that address the current level of exhaustion, the current level of oppression in the world and in the people that we love, our communities and who we know. This hexagram moves to seven and again it asks us what is our collective force? Like how do you get stuff done? Like uh, for me, I just want to take it out of the um, the large scale and bring it really right home. Who helps me get the food on the table? <laughs> and when I want to do a project, who do I enlist to help me with those projects? And is that in place enough for my needs? Do I feel supported enough? Do my friends and do my neighbors know how they can call on me? Are my boundaries in place around that? But am I also available, like not over-boundaried either? So this question that keeps coming up for me around collective force, the army, is how do I make myself available to the collective force? That's what I'm feeling this time more than ever. What ways am I willing to help outside of my immediate circle? And can I answer those questions? Can I think about what are the things that I can do and the ways that I can contribute and participate? Do you hear that osprey back there? How can I be in the world with great ease, but in a way that brings me joy, but also offers to my community and to people around me something beneficial? Maybe that's all we need to know. Could I be brave enough to be in this moment? And this moment now, and I'm still not feeling very brave about it, but this moment now is saying, screw your idea of what you thought the podcast was going to be this time and attend to what is happening right now. Right now, I'm very aware of that boat, the squirrel, the extra noises, the new moon, everything that I'm gathering. You know, I do this like gathering process. What is this about? Who can I listen to? I listen to astrologers. I talk to people. I get a feeling. What is this like for me? And this particular new moon is like, yep, new things are happening. Nope. Not going to tell you what they are. Nope. You don't have any mm, structure. You don't, you're not gonna get to know how this goes. 
but it is sending attention to what is this future of yours? Everything that you've gained by going through this pandemic time, how are you going to take those lessons? And I don't want to use the word lessons because I'm playing hooky. I'm not in school. I'm not in work. I am just out here trying to get this out of me. What did you know about yourself through the pandemic? And how do you take that part of yourself without dismissal and gently insert it into this future of yours? What do you know for sure about yourself? Like what I know for sure about myself is I cannot spend another 20 years denying my fun, (laughs) my creativity, my desire to mm, collaborate with other fun makers. Like that's important to me. And if we're allowed to be together again, right, we're allowed to do stuff. I want to do the fun stuff. And and so that's something that I know for sure. How am I going to do it? I don't know. And all the old stuff is coming up for me. Like, how are you going to make money, Anne? And you're not good enough. And who do you think you are? All that stuff. Ugh. So right now is sort of a, oh, the word that keeps coming up astrologically, like two astrologers have used this word, is discernment. Can you cultivate discernment, Anne, and let some things go? Like, could I let my idea of the good sounding podcast that I wanted to be all edited perfectly together for today, and I wanted it, I really wanted to be done with it last night. Could I let that go and just let this be what it is? So was it last week? It was inside of the last week. I sort of kind of accidentally knew what I was doing, but I got high. And I wouldn't have allowed myself to plan it, you know? I just was at the right time with the right person, and and it happened. And I had this sort of like mini enlightenment that, of course, I thought was so profound. I was compelled to turn the voice recorder on and record it, which is quite embarrassing now. I'm going to try and use some of it, but I don't know. I'm not sharing it with you today. That's got to be a little bit more refined before I share it. You know, I thought I was having this full enlightened moment. And of course I was, but that sort of experience is like beyond words. So when I tried to put it back into words and have it make sense and have it be like part of my um, my business suit. I want to say like my business suit because it's like I wanted to draw it through. Like I wanted to record the podcast right then. And it was sort of horrible. Ugh. But what I learned was that the present moment, no matter what we're doing, there is a richness under each moment. There's so much rich layering to life. And when you slow down enough to attend to the present moment, those layers appear and everything is, well, of course, I thought it was hilarious that every juxtaposition just seemed so funny to me, but it's also just beautiful and rich. And the story is now. And 
I remember asking myself about how can I let go of my hurt, the stories that I have around my hurt and my pain and my my unresolved things. And the answer that came through in that moment in my mini enlightenment was when you're here where we are right now, there is no need for those stories. That those stories live somewhere else that sort of are on the edges that try to keep us safe and control the present moment. When I was really deeply inside of the present moment, I knew that nothing at all needed those stories. That those stories are really like clothing that gets put on to protect us, right? But the present moment is completely, utterly, wonderfully, beautifully safe. So more on that another time. For now, I wish you your own sort of playing hooky. This is actually completely safe to let go of the way I thought things would be and just let things be the way they are. So happy new moon to you. Tomorrow, well, I don't know when you're listening to this, but right after the new moon, Mercury goes direct, which maybe that'll feel nice. We'll get back into some ease with communication. Maybe things will start to feel lovely. Not that things aren't lovely as they are, but I'm always looking forward to something nice in the future. There's nothing wrong with that, like a nice meal, a nice movie, a visit with a friend. So, oh, one last thing that I want to talk about is Hurricane Lee is coming up the coast. So here, up here in Maine, we've had this pretty dreary week. Come on. It has just been overcast, rainy, foggy all week long. And today is Thursday. It's the first day that we've really seen the sun at all. It sort of cleared up as the day went by. It's quite beautiful right now. But we're all preparing for this hurricane to come up. And that's that same sort of feeling that I'm getting from this new moon, which is we can prepare for hard times or potential hard times. Yet we don't know what is to come. We don't know how we will react. We don't know up here if what people are worried about up here is that our trees have been stressed by too much water, which maybe seems odd, but the roots haven't been able to grab into the soil like they normally do because there's actually been too much water for them. And so there's sort of a weakness in the trees that people are concerned that if the hurricane comes up, we will lose a lot of trees. Somebody to me today said that the hurricane was heading off to the east and maybe we wouldn't be hit so hard and maybe that would be nice. (sighs) Okay, by the time you're hearing this, maybe that'll be old news and we'll know whatever happened with old Hurricane Lee. At any rate, right now, it's a lovely moment. It's a beautiful afternoon. Thank you for joining me here, playing hooky with Anne. I look forward to next time, maybe having figured some of this out. 
and figuring out how I can bring more ease to the process of getting a podcast out. It will be equinox time. It will be the full harvest moon. So from now until then, I wish you well. And may whatever you begin this new moon bring some sort of peace and joy to you in the coming two weeks. Be well. Thank you for your continued support, dear listeners. You can always find me at www.patreon.com slash watermoonstudios. And until next time, be well.